Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Houston Round Ball Review presents Folks Talking Sports. Currently without a sponsor, hint, hint. I am Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review and joining me right now is Andy Yanez from Gallery Sports. Andy, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you, Chris? Doing okay. I'm just checking uh, we got any results yet on the poll question. Not yet. I posted a poll question. Just get Texans fans' thoughts on the grade that they would give Nick Casario and the front office on. And here he is, the second person who's going to discuss the Texans much more thoroughly than me. Hope he's ready. Mr. A.D. Moore, the star, up, of, the star of last Sunday's show. Uh, I guess Nosar's going to chime in, his number one fan, Mr. Moore from the AdMax Corner. How are you, sir? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's still out yeah, It's the evening now. Mr. Gardner, Mr. Yanez, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Doing great. Uh, great. How are you, sir? Uh, let's see here. Two votes so far the first few minutes of the show. Both of them gave the Texans an A for the draft. Mr. Moore, I'll ask you first. What would you give the Texans draft grade? Yes, of course. You have to see how the players play and all that kind of stuff. But right now, objectively, uh, I would I would have to give them an A. I would with no doubt about it. And and I give them an A primarily for that move that I, I saw. I call it a rope a dope move because uh, Nick Casario in that in that third pick when they just all of a sudden because let me set the stage for you because I was out at the I was out at at the uh, Miller Outdoor Theater for the draft party. And, you know, they announced, we you know, we put, and I stated this last week that, you know, everybody's talking all this other nonsense about who, when, and what. And I, and I said there was only two picks. Obviously, we weren't going to get Brian, uh, Bryce Young. So it was going to be uh, C.J. Stroud, period. C.J. Stroud was announced. I mean, euphoria went over the crowd. I mean, big crowd. I mean, this was the, law, the crowd from last year to this year. It was probably three times as many people. The hill was covered, everything. I mean, it was a big party atmosphere out there. C.J. Stroud's name is announced. And so, obviously, you know, took pictures, you know, and I'm tweeting stuff out. And I sort of walked away. And when I sort of turned and walked away, it was sort of like a rush, a wave, a rush of emotion in the crowd. And everybody just started going, like, getting giddy and geeked. And next thing you know, man, all of a sudden, Texas back on the clock, and here they are, and 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 they announced Will Anderson. And you talking about? I mean, you could have swore that we just had won the Super Bowl, man. Really? That that it was that type of emotion, as as I described, uh, you know, on my on my quick on my cast Friday night after that first round. I was it was almost like a tsunami of of event, a big tsunami of excitement that just came over that place. It particularly when when the Will, the Will Anderson trade was announced, Man, Andy, what do you say? You agree with the grade? You were there. I at, absolutely as agree. well, right? Yes, and I I absolutely agree with AD. When first and foremost, when the Houston Texans announced that they were going to be taking CJ Stroud, it, it was kind of a, a relief. There was obviously excitement that they had picked a quarterback. That's what a lot of fans wanted heading into the draft. And then, like AD said. All of a sudden, and I was kind of in, in between, I was in right in front of the hill, but just behind kind of where the season ticket holders were. And the moment that they showed Adam Schefter on the big screen that the Houston Texans had made a trade and they were going to be picking at number three, everyone kind of, there was just a buzz. There was an electricity in the air. And to be quite frank, just to feel that energy, it definitely gave me goosebumps. And then whenever the pick was announced that it was going to be will anderson fans they just exploded like that right there to capitalize obviously kind of a good momentum that they had already had going into the event with the miko ryan's that higher and then a lot of speculation we, we talked about it last week on last week's show where there wasn't really a good sense of what the Texans would do, and they ended up pulling out the rabbit out of the hat with this move. No one could have called them taking both Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud. And now there's, there's, there's actual excitement about the team and this upcoming season because it looks like they hit on really a lot of different areas of needs, and everyone's excited because they want to see what C.J. Stroud 
does for the Texans, and hopefully he's that franchise quarterback for many years to come. Well, we, we got someone, and I hope the person is going to comment because we got one person gave the Texans a B. So I'm kind of curious is their reasons for the B. No shade. We're just curious part of the conversation here on Folks Talking Sports. But, Andy, I'm going to ask you first because you covered this particular man for his college career. The Texans picked up a Houston Cougar mm-hmm. in the draft, third round. Your thoughts on that young man joining the Texans roster? First time ever that the Houston Texans have taken a University of Houston player and it is, I, I think it's a good pick for, for the Texans and a bit interesting from when it comes from attack perspective. I think, again, going back to the, the various positions of need when it comes to the Texans, one is adding that, and this is something that both Tank and, and Nick Casario said in, in his media availability right after they drafted him. With Tank, the word they used was explosiveness, that kind of extra ability to really break open any play. And Tank, they already said that he's a hurdy in, been in communication with T.J. Stroud. He's excited to be able to be a part of that team. And, and from Tank's perspective, after covering him for the past uh, three seasons, going back to the 2020 year, it, consistent, Mr. Consistency. And just look at it last season. when If there was one word to describe the Houston football team, the 2022 Houston Cougars football team, was that... <laughs> It's kind of a bit of a paradox, but their one consistency was that they were inconsistent overall as a team. But consistently, the two players that you never had to worry about week in and week out was what Tank Dow and what Clayton Toon were going to be able to do. And he was just Mr. Productive, regardless of whatever was going on around the team. He led the entire country with 17 reception touchdowns for the season. I think it's going to be a great fit because, again, it adds that extra something that Houston hasn't really, the Texans haven't really had, certainly for the past couple of seasons, and that's a player that can go in and take the top off the defense. AD, you nod your head in agreement. Do you oh. agree with that selection? <clears throat> and what Andy said? Oh, oh I, I, I think, well, look, we probably, Andy just probably gave a scout, the scout report on Tank. I mean, he literally <clears throat> haven't had to, you know, the, you know, see Tank for, you know, three years, the last three years over on, over there on Holman Street. It, it's without a doubt. I mean, you talking about his his presser with his, his immediate presser with us. This was one excited kid, young man. I mean, he mm-hmm. was flat. He was he was flat out excited. I mean, you, you it, it it was it was it was it was, it was it meant it's dynamic to see a kid in particular. He all he had to do is walk come across the street. What do you got? What do you got about a, a twelve minute drive from from over there on Holman to go over there off of Kirby? At, at at best, and yeah, now and now, traffic. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but Very uh, true. but but you, you know, I'm beginning the, the tank bell. But if if I might, Chris, let me go back to the to the selection they picked. Well, prior to that, they got this kid out of Juice Drugs. Now that was the third. That that was the set. That was the third. I mean, the second trade because uh-huh. every every trade. Prior to CJ, every trade uh, subsequent, I mean, after CJ's trial, involved some type of trade. Nick Casario, Nick Casario was was a wheeler dealer all the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. They was moving, they was moving about, and just let me give you a little quick background, big uh, quick background on this. They had an idea, and it roughly the consummation of the Will Anderson trade. It they came within say and if I if I'm remember what Nick said after you know, we got it Friday night, he they came within roughly about ninety seconds of that trade not being completed, right? Because as soon as as soon as they completed the uh, <clears throat> and, and as soon as they announced the card, they were already in negotiations with with Cardinals and trying to get that you know trying to move and trying to move up to get that pick. And, and, uh, and really with, within 90 seconds. And, and here's the thing about it. If there had been any kind of, and, and this is one thing how technology can is all is good for you. But if anything would have screwed up, that deal never would have came off. But, and that's how, that's how close, that's how close it came within roughly 90 seconds 
of having all the paperwork and everything being consummated because the league office had to sit there and approve everything. Right, they right. had to sit there and document, make sure every, all, every, all the I's were dotted and the T's was crossed. And, and you know, and so, it, and, and then all, it, it's just amazing the background story behind this and how, how that, how that whole Will Anderson thing came about and pulled off. And let me tell you something. This, that was a D'Amico Ryan's pick, guys. I'm just, no, no if, ands, or buts. I mean, you, you start looking at the rest of the, the players and I don't, you know, I'll, we'll get to them going down the list there. But let me tell you something. The, uh, the, the Houston Texans, you know, at one while that it was a, it was a, it was a plethora of players from Clemson on, on, right. on, on the Texans team. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're starting to look like Alabama Gulf South now. I mean, <laughs> Gulf Coast. Uh, you know, like on the, this is University of Alabama, the Gulf Coast version of it. Because ADC, your number one fan here, no salt, just here to hear you talk. See, man, being on the show, that's the second time being on Folk Talking Sports. Me and Andy been grinding, going on two years now, and we have not got any kind of comment, any love like this, no salt. But well, AD's been on one week and some change, and I'm just here to hear AD talk. All right, no, so I remember this. You on the next Let's Talk Houston Rock. I'm going to remember this. Okay, hey, next time you get in the comments. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, look here, look here, no, so let me tell you something. If if I don't have these two guys here, and, and particularly this guy up here on, on, up above my up above on the on the left corner there. Uh, that that's a I wouldn't if not without for him. You know what? You won't you won't even see me on this platform right now because hats off to him. I'll tell him to I tell him going to my grave because he threw a lifeline to me. And so I appreciate I really do. I appreciate the adulation. And I appreciate the critics because you know what? That means I'm all there's always I can always get better. And 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 I tell folks I'm not perfect. I'm just here to have fun. Come on, we're talking sports. Oh, we're having fun. And let me put Uh-oh. this up. Chris. I'm going to put this up right here. <clears throat> no salt. If you have not seen it already on the community tab, <laughs> the community tab of the Houston Round Barview YouTube channel. I spoke with Mfan from 510 to 540. So the interview will be posted after tonight's post talking sports. So we talked for about half hour. So, so trust and believe it's all, it's all good. She has some very, Rocket fans going to love some of her comments. Trust me on that. She's very excited about her brother, Ime, as the head coach. But she's talking about playoffs soon for the Rockets with Ime in charge. So just look for that interview with her. You can talk to her about the comments as well. But a lot of, lot of discussion about that. But thank you for that comment right there. No salt. Good segue right there. But overall, let me see. We got Tank Dell discussion, Juice, uh, anything about Dylan Horton? Uh, Harden, the defensive end out of TCU, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna be a play again as another player. Like I say, every selection after, after CJ, that was some kind of the shuffling of the deck. I mean, guys moving up, moving let's, down. Real yeah. quick, let me, let me get both you guys' thoughts on this. AD, you touched on a little bit. How much influence do you think? And for the folks tuning in as well, D'Amico Ryan's had in the, the draft room, the quote-unquote war room, in these trades, selections. You know, how much would you say Nick Casario, D'Amico, was it 50-50, 60-40, Casario? What would you, what would you say? I, 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 it's a partnership, Chris. I mean, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm a, and this is something interesting. I don't know if everybody saw the quote because you know, I read a quote that said that there was no 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 leakage. There was nobody was slipping any information out. Nobody was telling. And uh, and like D'Amico said, because that was a conversation that that uh, he and he and Nick had gotten in the office together. There was nothing to leak. There was no leaks out there. I mean, quite candid. With normally you would hear something, you didn't hear anything. And the thing about it, and and I go back to I go back to uh, the uh, press conference when they uh, right after when they announced uh, D'Amico, and you and I remember I did the interview with Hannah McNair, and you know which I had put out on Twitter, you know, having and the her influence. I'm starting. I mean, and, and you know, I'm you know, I give due due credit to everybody else, but you let me tell you something. You starting to see the influence of having Hannah there, her input. You starting this, and then D'Amico's Ryan influence. Influence. Let me tell you something. 
with the with the selection of Will Anderson, with the with the selection of Henry Toto, you know, they, the Mike, the linebacker, the other linebacker from mm-hmm. Alabama there. Right. Let me tell you something, man. I would love to be a fly in that linebacker room when when they when they, when they guys come together. With the players they have there and then adding these guys in there. That because you know I mentioned I mentioned earlier I, I thought that that the, of, of all the weaknesses and, and the Texans had plenty of weaknesses last year, you know one of the things that the linebackers needed to be able to stop up and start you know shoving you know plugging up holes and being able to you know just you know get downhill and start stopping folks and slamming folks. Tell you what, there's going to be some competition in that linebacker room going coming in this, coming in this season. Adding these guys and adding with, with the ones, the players that you already have, the one, the free agency that they brought in there. It's going to, I'm going to tell you what, I can't wait to, uh, once training camp to get him, uh, the, because now the, um, the draft, the, the vet, the draft class will be in not this week, the following week. They'll, okay. they'll be coming in for their orientation. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's also what's going to be interesting is what what free agencies they're going to ha- uh, going to have because at this point right now you look in eight uh, ish type players and that they, they can go max ninety five that they can go to camp with right uh, be just it's going to be interesting I've been waiting for the list to to come out to see who who they who they're going to sign who they're going to bring to camp for as free agencies are concerned but uh, I'm gonna tell you some guys. Is there there is a there's a heck of a buzz going on going on right here, man? Okay, I got a, a softball question for it, for it, both of you, Andy. You you do it first, but let me get it ready. Andy, you first. Are you ready right now, April thirtieth? Are you ready to guarantee that the Houston Texans will win more games this coming season, this past season? Oh, most definitely. I, I can't guarantee that. I'm comfortable saying that. Guarantee. They won three games last season. How about Bars that? Off. That's an easy one. You are you willing to guarantee that they'll win more games this coming season than last season? Well, without a doubt. I, I have I have no guarantee. All right, <clears throat> that's great to hear. I'm, this comment from A Town on a steep art. I, I like seeing some of the Rocket fans come over. Remember the Rocket family coming to join us here on, on FTS. That's great. Thank you, folks. for And tell our other Rocket fans, we're going to discuss Rocketeer as well on FTS, but it's football time because the draft just happened. And the Texas did a lot of things correct. It's been a long time since that's been the case. So we're going to discuss the Texans here a little bit. Joining me, A.D. Moore from the AdMax Corner, the, the football guy. Get your thoughts on the Roughnecks as well in a moment. But from Ace Town's mm-hmm. Finest, was impressed that the Texans kept their lips quiet so many media talking heads so up and down they knew what they were going to do <clears throat> uh, Go ahead, Andy. what are you going to say what are you going I to agree. say no I was just going to say I agree with that point that's something that again that this time last week we we're talking about it seemed like there was a consensus that the Texans were not going to take a quarterback or they could go go defense uh some were saying that they were going to take Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech with that number two overall pick and I mean <laughs> none of the reports were right I mean even leading up to three hours before the draft then out of nowhere it's like well don't close the door yet on a quarterback. They could take a quarterback, and it just everyone they they covered all their bases essentially. And I know this isn't even uh in related to to football, but even Shams, who was tweeting out for some reason the first three picks of the NFL yeah. draft, even he got it wrong because he said the Cardinals were taking Will Anderson, and then of course the Texans were the ones that traded for that pick and ended up taking Will Anderson real quickly. I did want to pose a question for AD and that's in terms of that trade to get Will Anderson. What are your thoughts on what the Texans gave up to move up and, and be able to take him? Okay. I'm, thank you for, uh, and, and I appreciate you throwing that softball question. Cause I'm ready to, I'm ready to go smack. I would like to take that baseball bat and go upside some people's heads <laughs> with it because he, now here's the deal. Let, let, let me explain. All right. They gave up, they gave up, the twelfth round and the and the and the thirty third pick, they gave up the first round and the third round uh, in the twenty twenty four for right. next year pick. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that those picks next year are the Deshaun Watson picks from Cleveland. Now, where do you think Cleveland might wind up at? Probably in the middle of the pack, give or take. All right, 
It's probably no, more likely. They, they game. should. Yeah. yeah. I, it, is that I'm the just, first round pick is Cleveland's or is that Houston's on first? Yeah. No, that'd be I, it, my understanding is Cleveland's. Okay, what well, makes a difference then? Yeah, and see now, I now I could be wrong, but that that's my understanding as it, as it, as it stands right now. That because we're looking at and we're looking at, in that third round, but we're, but uh, they picked up and, and uh, they gave up a third, but they picked up a third. And I'm trying to I'm I'm going back looking at my notes. They turned around that third round pick that they gave up to get Will Anderson. They turned around and picked up a third round right. in one of their trades later on in the day. I got to go back and look at my notes, man, because like I say. That was a smorgasbord of uh, uh, picks. I mean, uh, trades. I mean, I can say it's yeah. what was what he was interesting. Eight what? trades, right? If I kind of right, eight yeah. trades. Yes, every okay. every 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 pick after C.J. Stroud involved a trade. Some okay. some form of shape of trade was was was, was handed out. All right, Mudbone says it's it's the Texans' pick. We'll see. We know for sure. Um, Willie Gibson, our usual third member of FTS is unavailable to join us this evening. Well, he said he'd try to join us, but there was, how can I phrase it without getting too personal? Some bad news happened in the family and he had to take care of it. Does that, okay. I'll, just, I'll, I'll say it like that. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, but, and here, this sums it up here from D skills. If you get a great player, no one will care what you gave up for him. I think, a lot of fans will agree with that. A lot of Texans fans were about text, you know, picks down the line, down the line. <laughs> so, Ace well, Finance says again, it's, it's well, Houston. you know what, hey Chris, it's put like this: if it is Mudbone, if, if Mudbone, and like I said, I'm, I, like I said, I will, I'm gonna go back and, and verify my understanding because there was some 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 discussions even uh, Friday night. Boy, which pick, you know, because we do have that's that that was the uh, Browns picking that Deshaun Watson is involved in that as well. But be that as it may, if it's if it's our pick, and if we win what eight or nine games this year, I'm not saying they will. But if they win eight nine games this year, and all of a sudden, so what is that? What is that? That instead of picking at the top of at at, at the top of the, it'll, the, it'll lower the, board, the uh, yeah yeah right. we dropping you dropping down if you if you start selecting what say after the 15 pick and so forth okay whatever, and then also it depends on. The overall gray, how you know that each year is you know the grade who's the who's the who are the the, the can't miss uh players and you know next year it's going to be quarterbacks again at the top of the list. I mean, because think about it, you got Caleb Williams out of the USC who more than likely was as everybody stands right now, he probably could be the very well, he could be the first quarterback coming the, out the board next the year. The next quarterback of the Washington Commanders, right there, you just said it right there, one of them because they didn't draft the quarterback in. These first three rounds, with the first three, these this NFL draft, three, yeah, they're gonna stick with what's the name, Sam Howell. That, that yeah. Name? yeah, good, good. Hey, good on you, Sam. Do what you got to do. Don't win more than four games, so two games, whatever the hell, but don't don't muck it up for for your your replacement going going forward. But anyway, Andy, the Houston Cougars football team, they got players drafted. How many did they get drafted? Four. They had four different players drafted. How many of them were recruited by Hogerson? All four? Uh, no, Toon, Toon was here. He was recruited by the previous admin. But outside of Toon, I think all of them. So, Javarius Owens, Derek Parrish, and, and Dell were, I believe. But I have to double so check that. Three out of quick. four. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Did, good. Let's see. Well, see, Tank. We see, Tank came by way of he started he out. With, Juco. Yeah, he yeah, came from JUCO, but he started. He started off at HBCU. Uh, I, I know. Uh, going back, I got. Let me go back and look at it. But Tank came. You know, Tank started off at HBCU. And, and go ahead, guys. How I, about this? Through. Do y'all think uh, the Texans can win six games? And eight sound says at least six games. Uh, yeah, I think it's winnable. I think it's winnable. Six. Real quickly, uh, crazy has to go back to your question. Two, two out of four. Derek Parrish was on the team before Dana took so two over. So he was a okay. retro in 2017. So both him and Toon were before Dell and Owens were here, were brought in under Holgerson's 
admin and to answer that question by Ishan's finest. Now, I agree. I think at least at least six games is the barometer, especially when you look for how bad they were this season. They were relatively competitive in those games, and they're still in the AFC South with, I mean, the Colts. The Colts are in a very interesting position. They took Anthony Richardson. <laughs> right. The Titans, good, good. I don't know what's going on with Tennessee. They they could and they seem to be trending. <laughs> they, got Will, they got Will Levitz. They, they took Will Levitz there with everybody in the, thought. In the second round, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. That, that, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. I'm just saying that because last week and prior, well, the Texans are going to take Will Levitz with the second pick in the draft, right? Yeah. Without the discussion, yeah. Yeah, Whoever well, said that, no, I was never on that. Band. Yeah, well, you, you, that you, should never happen. Yeah, you, you saw my, that Alabama you saw my response. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he started out, came, came by way of JUCO. So, but I mean, I mean, his, he, he his, his, his quick press with us, man, was just, I mean, the kid was just, just flat out just jubilant. He was flat out jubilant, man. You almost want to just see him get out there and and, and you know start start right now, man. It, I, it, it really it was it was just it was just it was just fun, man. Just to, just to sit there on the doing this interview, man. And he 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 talked it into existence. If the Instagram screenshot is legit, he posted in December, yeah, that he did not want to leave the city, H Town. Well. The Texans made a move and, and got him. So Nathaniel Tank Dell is a Houston Texan, the best route running receiver by a lot of folks in this year's NFL draft. So salute to him. Good luck to him. Uh, it was a surprise. Andy, last FTS, you said that uh, you have the great line that Nick Casario is a master of use a thousand words and say, and say nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you what do you say now about Mr. Casario after this NFL draft? Well, I, I still stand by that statement. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I think that goes back to how they were able to keep a lot of stuff in house. Uh, he does a good job at being able to. What I've heard a good term that they've used to describe word salad. Every time he's talking about specifics that they're gonna whether it be a move that they're going to make and free agency stuff that they're thinking about. But again, right now it's all still on paper. I definitely think that, again, they continue to build on that positive momentum. There's a lot of excitement for the actual players on the roster this upcoming season that are going to be on the roster and in all likelihood going to be on the field making plays for the team next year. And that's something that really the team hasn't had going back to before the 2020 season when – has, was a much different time for the franchise. So it, it certainly looks like they finally turned that corner. Now it's all about you know, actually proving it on the field. You got a T-shirt idea for you, Andy, right there. <laughs> Master of a thousand words without saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we need to put that. Think about that, man. For FTS, you know, the branding of, of the platform. We need to think about that. But currently, see, going forward, the two grades that the fans have given – we got uh, now 77% A and 23% B regarding the grade for the Texans. No C, no D, no F. So an oh, A or B, I think that's about right. I want to say the one person I read, National, gave the Texans like a B plus, something like that. So pretty much yeah, agreement uh, there. Kuiper, uh, I, I think Kuiper, Kuiper gave him a B uh he was he was um, he 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 felt like that they probably gave up too much to get up to get Will Anderson, and I, again I'm going back to the, to the point compared to what? I mean, well, let me thought, let me ask you based on who they got. Did they? Is there any need that they did not address in the draft? No, any position need? No, they they, they every let me the nine players they got, they got a quarterback. They got two centers, and either one, both of these guys, Juice Scruggs and uh, Jared Patterson, uh, Scruggs out of Penn State, Patterson out of Notre Dame. Both of these guys, you know, center guard, uh, guard center. Uh, Scruggs, Juice, Juice is an, inter, an interesting guy, you know, because uh, he, he got the nickname Juice because, you know, you know, we asked him how he come up with it. 
he says a kid he didn't like to he didn't like to uh, drink milk, so all he wanted to do was uh, drink juice. So that's that basically <laughs> stuck with him. Yeah. Okay. That's, so that's how that's how he comes up with the name Juice Scruggs. But both of these guys play uh, played center. Now Patterson played it was a three year center at Notre Dame. This past year, you know, he went to uh, he went to guard for a year uh, for a whole season. But he, I think you'll probably see Patterson. This is my deduction. Just just a quick, you know, not I'm not knowing how how the uh, offensive how, how the uh, O line coach is going to move these guys around. I would I would very well I would uh, very well look to see Juice probably move to a guard spot, even though they got, they got uh, Shaq Mason. And they and and they got Titus and they got Green then and then they got uh, Larry McTonsil. The the question is because the the, the center spot that's going to be some competition in that center spot. Juice had no Juice gave no qualms about it. He said Juice said, "Hey, I can I can go either way. It doesn't matter to me." Juice Juice then the, my initial impression of him. Uh, I don't. You don't want to get in a fight with him inside of a phone booth. Now I realize a lot of people may not hadn't seen a phone booth because I don't. You know, right. you that. Any probably know what that is. Yeah, Andy yeah. Like, phone booth. What is that? You know, <laughs> I've seen it in those uh, those eighty movies, but I've never yeah, seen those, one in person. Those eighty movies, eighties movies. 80. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's okay, Andy. We understand. But I, I'm just saying. Okay, Superman user. Yeah, <laughs> but ju- I mean, juice. All right, young I mean, man. He he just struck, he struck me as a type. Hey guys, you know we gonna get in the phone booth. One person walking out of there, and, and Juice is probably gonna be the one walking out of there. And that's that, and that's not to take take light of uh of uh, uh Patterson because you know I've had a chance to watch both of these guys. I remember watching both of these guys this past season. You know, in the big you know one Big Ten and and then with Notre Dame. So these and, both of these guys real are big, quick. big pounders. Real, real quick, AD. Correct me if I'm wrong, sir. Uh, what what position did you play football? Uh, I was playing uh, linebacker. Linebacker. Yeah, I was a line. I was a linebacker. Yes. Although I did have to, on certain occasions, I did have to. I did put my hand in the dirt. So you know that that was times when I had to get down in the trenches. If you don't mind my asking, this is for your, your number one fan, No Salt. How long ago was your football playing days? A few years back, let me put it like that. <laughs> a, a, a few, a few years back. In other words, uh, you, uh, they had just they had just recently quit. They had quit. Uh, they started flagging us for clotheslining people. <laughs> oh, the Deacon Jones move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, let, let's face it. Uh, one of the one of the one of the officials, the gentleman I played with. Uh, my freshman year, he, you know, he's an NFL official. Now he's an NFL supervisor and trains officials. And, uh, and he and I was talking, you know, cause I, I see him on several couple of games, you know, during the Texans season when he comes down for his supervision role, looking at the, looking at the current crop NFL official. And he and I would get to thinking and we get to talking. I said, I probably would have, I probably would have given up half of my paycheck if I was, if, if I would continue <laughs> to hit people like I was hitting back then when I was playing with you. He said, yeah, you'll probably be broke right about now. But <laughs> wow. Wow, AD. All right. Andy, on a cougar related note, another, another cougar related note, the Cougs got some, as in football, got some players, got some transfers, right? One or two guys on the O-line committed to the Cougs instead of leaving the Cougs got it the other way around this time. Uh, you kind of cut off there for a second, Chris. I don't know if it's my connection, but no, they, they, um, they, they added, uh, one offensive lineman and then his, uh, his name slipping me. Let me see if I can uh, go back and get, but we can um, also the kid's what, name. No, no. But while you're looking him up, just your thoughts on, Alton McCaskill, running back, the former Houston Cougar running back, decided to enter the transfer portal and shock everyone. Uh, what was your initial reaction on that? And what who's who's at fault? Is anyone at fault? Some fans blame Dana. Some fans blame Alton. Who who? What's your take on it? My take is that I don't know. No one knows. No one except Alton McCaskill and and I mean the coaching staff. 
knows the exact reason why McCaskill decided to leave. I said this when I said this on all these days of trying to run together. I think it was Wednesday when, when he officially entered the transfer portal and it was definitely a surprising move. It, it came out on Tuesday night that mm-hmm. he was going to be entering the transfer portal on Wednesday. And the reason it was surprising is because he had actually spoken with media in three weeks, well, it's going to be four weeks from this Tuesday, uh, just talking about the status of, of the running backs group. He said he felt like they could be the best group from when it comes to running backs in the country. And he personally was obviously coming off that ACL injury where he missed all of the 2022 season. And it just really caught everyone specifically fans by surprise and obviously in this day and age of the transfer portal and name image and likeness and all that (laughs) the number one thing that everyone immediately went to was he got a bigger nil deal somewhere else now Mm -hmm. if that's the case when we don't i personally do not know at this point there's obviously going to be a lot of disappointment a lot of uh hurt feelings for the lack of a better phrase but at the end of the day that's what college football in 2023 is and again what made it all strange was how um, former Houston players that had entered the transfer portal and were already in the transfer portal kind of took the opportunity with McCaskill's decision to enter the transfer portal and then were the one that specifically came to mind is Cameron Johnson's tweet who said, you can't blame a player for leaving a sinking ship. And that, that one really struck home with not even, not only the fans of the Houston Cougars, but even some of the current players as well. And it, it was just kind of a Twitter drama going on for most of that day on Wednesday. But at the end of the day, like McCaskill is a great player. He's, he nearly rushed for a thousand yards in his freshman season and he was expected to be the, the, the workhorse. He was going to be the face of the running backs group who was going to be a key figure that just hearing from Dana Holgerson talking, even the offensive line coach, Iman uh, Nagivi, they're, they're going to be, a, they're, they're looking to make a point of emphasis of being able to establish a run game and then being able to have that, that presence and not having McCaskill is going to be a big blow on paper right now, but and now they have to figure out a way to make up for it. And at the end of the day, fans and, and the team itself, they have to move on. And in that time of that rant, I found the name of the kid, Peyton Dunn, committed to the Houston Cougars football team, an offensive lineman, which um, I can't remember if this was last week or if this was on the actual Pod Slam and Jamma show. But again, offensive lineman, a key position that, that the – what Dana Horgerson said over close to a month ago that the, the emphasis for Houston is to be able to have depth at that position. That's the number one thing. And right. that's one commitment that I saw over the weekend. But obviously, it, he committed on April 29th, and it feels like he committed years ago, weeks ago, with how busy it's been with the draft. But, yeah, the transfer the transfer portal window actually officially closes today. So that means that's the – I don't know if it's a specific time, but today's the last day that – players have to be able to put their name in the transfer portal so you'd imagine that over the course of the next few weeks we're going to get a lot more commits all over the country and I think the biggest one it'll be interesting to see where McCaskill goes because again going back to him what what really got a lot of UH fans is that a national reporter again when the news broke on Tuesday that he was going to be entering the transfer portal the following Wednesday immediately linked them to Colorado which Mm -hmm. Right there, that starts to raise flags because if he's not official, if he hasn't officially entered the transfer portal yet, he's already being linked to a school. From an optic side, obviously, it, it starts with the word T, and that's tampering. That the optics doesn't look good, so it'll be interesting to see where he goes and if it indeed is a name, image, and likeness things, or if it's something else. You know, and and that person, I forgot who it was, uh, the national guy, put it out there. Bruce Feldman, I believe. Bruce Feldman, Bruce Feldman's respected reporter, journalist with e- at ESPN now, um, saying something like that, putting it out there on Twitter. Athletic, I'm sorry. At- athletic, I'm thinking of Pete Thamel. That's what, yeah, Pete Thamel. Um, <clears throat> saying that, folks, like, who told you? Because if it's out there, because that was Tuesday night, Alton had not yet been in the transfer portal. He announced on Wednesday that he was in the portal. 
So linking him to a school, a program before he, he's even in the portal and putting it at, at out there in social media is interesting. And I'll just leave, I'll say interesting because that's the word I'm going to use. But that's no, no, hell, that's kind of shady as well. Linking him to a school and a program before he's even in the portal. <laughs> so who told you that kind of information? Where to get that info from? Was it one of Alt? Was it Alton? Was it somebody at Colorado? Was it one of Alton's family members? You know, all kinds of other different things. And Alton hasn't even, as far as no, Andy, he has not yet committed to a program yet as of today, right? No, he's only, he, no, he only announced two schools that had offered and it was Florida and Arizona State and he hasn't mentioned anything else. He hasn't posted anything else, at least not on Twitter. Yep. So, AD, do you want to say something about the, this whole possible well i mean the the fact that you brought the name colorado and you're talking about boulder right after you know it was was just last week when they had their spring game in a snowstorm uh which i found you know i'm still i'm still flabbergasted that they know they just sit up and see their spring and yet forty-seven thousand folks were still yeah yeah (laughs) and and everybody dressed up in the in here you got a winter storm going on but you know that was a mass exodus after that game, right? And and, and I think the total was about eighteen to twenty-one players after the spring game. Yep, mm-hmm. that that jumped into the portal right after that, and you know, and and there was several. There was some criticism directed at directed at the head coach for the fact that you know coaches were looking to get film, and all of a sudden they you know they were not allowing players to have you know get get their film. Mm-hmm. And then it was such a hue and cry that all of a sudden that changed, and, right. and everybody started. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, oh yeah, they can get they can get the film and everything. Which I I think you know in the long run, if you don't want to get if you don't want the kids there, then give them the film, let them go, because obviously you walked in, you came with great fanfare, and you came promising a lot of things. And so if you if you already telling folks it's, it's a new sheriff in town, then, you know, at the end of the day, if somebody wants to leave, then, you know, hey, be like Marcus Freeman when did it uh, at Notre Dame. He told me, you know, and I and I, I, I applaud Freeman. He, he applauded the kid that they wanted to leave. He said, the only thing that I feel bad about, you won't have a degree that says Notre Dame on it. I mean, that was that was sort of a shot at the kid in, 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 in my mind, because I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of university, I mean, the Ohio State University, the university, I mean, you guys being University of Houston alum, I'm coming from Sam Houston State. I'm pretty sure we put credibility in our degree, names on no degrees, but the way Marcus Freeman uh, put, placed it on this young man, the only thing I regret is the fact that you won't have Notre Dame on your on your degree. I'm more like, hmm, that, that's a different, that, that was a different stroke. It, it was, and, and let me say this about the um, man who refers to him and wants other folks to refer to him as Coach Prime. That's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. You know, I could be the old school, say your mama name is, is mama name this, and now he wants whatever. But he's just, he's a very flashy guy. He's very flamboyant. He's brought a, he's raised the profile of, of Colorado. He's also put a bullseye on the football team because there are going to be a lot of teams now want to beat him, beat his players for what his coaches, what he, what he's saying, he's writing checks that we'll see if his players can cash. Um, but Hey, Colorado, they made the hire with them. If it works out, but I'm tying it all together for this. Colorado coach prime is over there. Got a lot of excitement. One of the two programs that had the spring game on, on live on on the four letters they're still andy ad what are they going to say what are they going to do if 80 percent of their football games is on apple plus and instead of on espn friday night or saturday night what are they going to do then will we still hear about uh coach prime then oh yeah you're gonna hear about it <laughs> oh, definitely no you are, no 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 uh let me put a little bit if if they start the season off in a big way, Chris, I'm here to predict 
you know, pro folks, the programmers are looking for folks. They want to draw eyeballs to that to that platform. And I guarantee you, the four letters are going to keep them on the regular. If, if they if they if they are competitive, the four letters will have them on the regular station. You won't be having but to go. That's to that's not what I'm the, talking about. I'm talking about the Pac-12's next media rise deal, which uh-huh. will be starting for 24. Okay. Will they 80 percent? It's 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 not sourced. Okay, it was a hypothetical scenario, but Apple Plus seems to be in the lead to want the Pac-12's tier one rights football games, football. So the majority of the Pac-12's football games would be on a be on a streaming platform, Apple Plus, rather than a linear platform. So I'm saying I don't care how popular Dion is, how popular they can be next season or two seasons down the line. If they're on Apple Plus and not NBC, CBS, Fox, ESPN, how many folks are going to know about the Buffaloes unless they move to another conference? So you're predicting that they're going to move, they're getting ready to change conference? I'm not predicting anything. I'm not predicting anything at all. I'm just saying, Mr. He's all about flash. Okay, he's more flash than substance. He would, question, he would question you on that. I'm sure he would. But I remember him back when he was dancing with Jerry Glanville and MC Hammer back with the Falcons and show me the money videos. Andy, Google it if you haven't seen it. His show me the money video. So that goes with back the, years. With, with, the Jer- with the Jerry Curl? With, uh, yes. So all with of the Jerry that. Curl. How much will he? Because he doesn't have, I mean, folks say his impact at CU, it won't change the media rights deal. If the Pac-12 signs a deal where it's 80% streaming, what's he going to do then? He'll be, he, he, that's a good question. He, he'll, he'll, probably, he'll, he'll be that, trust me, he will figure out a way to get eyeballs to his program. He's going to figure out a way to bring eyeballs, we'll come, come go to his program. Andy, what hey. do you say? I agree. There's, gonna, there, there's always going to be that buzz around Colorado yeah. until as long as Coach Prime is there. If the Pac-12 gets a streaming-only platform, or not a streaming-only, uh, a deal that is consensus where they're being majority percent yeah. right, correct, mm-hmm. correct, with majority of the of the games on a streaming platform, that's not going to bid well for the Pac-12 or the Pac-10, whatever the remaining schools you want to call them. Once UCLA and USC leave, and if that happens, I don't think that a lot of those schools are going to be there for the long run, in my opinion. And based on that, mainly. (laughs) Agreed. Based on that, unless, and it might happen soon, I don't know about soon, months, couple years, whatever, unless the Big Ten comes calling for Oregon, Washington, etc., Oregon will still be in the Pac-12. If Oregon is still in the same conference as Colorado, Oregon is the bigger national brand. Would y'all agree? Oh, that goes without saying, man. Because... Okay, so if that is the case, and it, mm-hmm. there is a limited number of games available for the four letters for Pac-12 after dark, Friday, Saturday, whatever, the majority of those games that ESPN will pick will probably involve Oregon, not the Dion's. Uh, what do you Chris, say to that? Oregon versus Colorado would definitely be on. Okay, that's one. I said <laughs> Actually, I, I would the agree. majority I would of agree. the games. So let's say it's 13. How many of those 13 you think hmm. would be you – don't forget about Washington. Washington is supposedly a, a bigger national brand than the Dion's. Uh, that's uh, well, Chris. Hold up. Let, let's go Oregon back. Oregon would get seven. Colorado would get four, and then other schools would get two. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just spitballing. <laughs> as long as Deion Sanders is at Colorado, the moment he's not at Colorado, <laughs> things will change. Then it falls apart. <laughs> yeah, but 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 Chris, let's go back to the the gentleman you had on the, the Big Twelve. The vice president of, was John uh, John Williams. Yes, sir. John Williams. Go back and let's go back and, and let's go back and break down that that that, that excellent uh, interview that you had with him and his programming. Remember, 
all this, I mean, these schools are, are the, you know, when you start programming, yeah, you can play favoritism. You can start doing some, some, some uh, schedule changing toward the end of the year. But, you know, you, when you're trying to put some balance in the end of those uh, schedule, uh, everybody's got to sort of get treated a little bit equal, especially between August and September and moving to the middle of October. But once you get past October, you know, unless they got some flexing involved in those, on, in those TV rights, that's, that, that's, that's a different that's, story. Right, because Mr. Williams mentioned that yeah. ESPN will determine the schedule. Of course, this is basketball, but I don't believe it's much different to football. So ESPN would pick the schedule and determine what team from the Pac-12 they'd want to show more times than not. I'm saying if it's true that Oregon is the national brand, then ESPN would have Oregon on more times than Colorado. If that's true, if that holds true, then what would Mr. Sanders do then? Besides, go to Twitter and complain. Well, he, he'll, he'll, he'll say everybody will be on Apple Plus get a subscription. That's what he's gonna say. That's all he can say. Well, let's put it like this: the money, the money, you know, the the money is gonna drive everything. The dollars are about driving everything. So right? he, he can say what he want to. The right. bottom line is that he's part of a conference and 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 that's the reason you, that you having the dynamics going on that's the reason SC SC and, and uh, UCLA are going to the Pac-10 the Big 10 yeah the Big, Big 10, 10 yeah. I mean the big I mean the big uh-huh. team thinking for good that's the reason they're going this is about money yeah. that's the reason Oklahoma and Oklahoma and Texas paying uh-huh. out a 100 million dollar settlement just to get over to the SEC because all it's all about money and and really, you know, are we getting ready to come down to, you know, we supposed to have, and, and this would be interesting, and then I was sort of interested in how you would sort of, you know, break this one down. Are we getting ready to start looking at a power five that's getting ready to come down to a power three? As long as Houston is part of that power three, yes. I don't care. What happens to the ACC or Pac-12, I'm putting on my UH alumni hat right there because that's what I hope happens. We'll see. I think oh, it's turning every, more to a power two. De, oh, that's no question. I'm just hoping that that Big the Ten Big Twelve and, and SEC can can like hold the belt loop. Be that third of the Big Ten. So, yeah. so what yeah. that, think, so that, uh, does, does that lead the ACC to merge with the Pac-12? No, they're not doing that. No, no. no. But real quick, Devrick, UH is joining the, the Big Twelve July first. Hey, so tomorrow, exactly two months from tomorrow. Two months from tomorrow. Tomorrow's July first, and. The folks who don't care, exciting time is joining the American also on July first. And Ooh. CM hooped, CM Ooh. hooped, yeah, exactly. Hooty hoo, right? <laughs> the right styles in the American. I'll still be talking about the the right styles and things of that sort. But the interview, I'm joking. There are know. some clips from Coach Udoka on the Houston Round Review YouTube channel. Let's look for the playlist for him. But after this edition of Folks Talking Sports, give me a some time, and I will produce my interview with his sister, Mfon, and it's Mfon. That's how it's pronounced. That's how she pronounced it, Mfon, M-F-O-N. And that'll be posted on the Houston Rumble Review tonight as well. So thank you very much for the question. And for those who don't know, Mfon go back 20 years when she played for the Comets back in 2003. So going to wrap it up a little bit early because Andy's got to get ready cover the Astros for gallery sports. So Andy, you, you first, how can folks find you and chit chat with you and give you grief or give you praise on social media? Oh no, don't give me, don't give me grief. A lot of you hate fans gave me grief uh, <laughs> um, on uh, when the heck was it? Wednesday, Thursday, but they can follow me on Twitter at Ayana's underscore five. And also I just, just uh, really wants to see you and Joka's sister. Brought it up, brought up but, last night too. I don't um, know why? <laughs> I, uh, where, where was I? Oh, Twitter at Ayana's underscore five. Uh, I could, might have to start that campaign going, but most most importantly, a pot slam at Jamba. We are now officially under fifty, under fifty subscribers away from hitting a thousand. So if you're new to or if you have not visited the Pod Slam and Jam YouTube channel, I encourage you to do so. I actually had a 
cool opportunity to be able to talk to Clayton Toon after he was taken by the Cardinals. Um, it's a very short interview, but it's still a one-on-one interview, phone interview, which is pretty awesome. It's on the channel at Pod Slamma Jamma on YouTube and at Ayana's underscore five on Twitter, like I said. AD, how can folks interact with you on social media? Social media, you can catch me on Twitter, AD underscore more 64. Um, primarily, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in and out on that one. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can catch me out there on Facebook. Also, you can catch me in there and please subscribe to it's the Ad Max Corner, A D M A X K O R N E R Corner on YouTube. Please subscribe. Also, please subscribe to to the Houston Round Ball YouTube channel because when I'm on and, and when when both of them are available, I'm normally will occupy both channels when I'm running. Like I like I done Friday afternoon when I did the especially after the first round when I did the quick hitter, did about a 15 minute hitter. With uh, after uh, with the Texans announcing their uh, draft from NRG, and so have that, and probably will, and we're going to do a wrap up uh, still because I'm looking trying to get some uh, get some folks in there just to get overall trying to get a flavor from other parts of the country. So that's that's to be seen. Try to get that out the way. But yeah, please subscribe to Ad Max Corner A D M A X K O R N E R YouTube. Subscribe there. Subscribe to. To uh to the Houston Roundball channel, please do and catch me again at ad underscore more sixty four on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else I can I can get myself out there. And of course, I am at Twitter at vhr review on Instagram, TikTok, the website, and YouTube Houston Roundball Review. Thank you as always to Andy and ad for their sharing their time here on Folks Talking Sports. Um, it was fun talking a lot of football today. We can do that. This flexibility of folks talking sports. We can go football. We can go basketball. We, we discuss sports. And at some Here point it. I'm going to get somebody on who can discuss baseball and then I'll be quiet because I have nothing to say when it comes to baseball, <laughs> but that's not why the person would be on talking baseball. They'd be here to talk baseball and share their insight with the fans here who are following us on Houston Ron Bar Review as well as on Folks Talk Sports on Twitter. So reminder to those, thank, oh, the final results of the poll, the majority, 66% gave the Texans an A, 27% gave them a B, and 5% gave them a C grade for their picks in the 2023 NFL Draft. C. So we've got more, uh, like, more ways of interaction. A C? Yeah, a C. Hey. It's part of okay. Must have well, really know. high standards. Hey, hey, that's <laughs> oh. okay. But that's no, part no, of no. I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I'm hope they. I mean, I'm, I appreciate their standards. I just hope that I hope there's some substance to the standards. Well, I will say at a time there with a comment. You know, it's no problem giving the grade. No, just let us know what you think. Because yeah, I well, appreciate question here on folks talking sports. But going forward, we're going to have more poll questions for future shows. Has another way to just get some interactivity and engaging with the fans and the audience here on the Houston Round Bar Review YouTube platform. And reminder, the Houston Round Bar Review is a media group. So media group, basketball, football, some point, baseball. We're going to have the CFP here in Houston. Going to try to be covering that as well. Big 12 football, going to be trying to attend the media day for that. I might even show up, or Mr. Moore might even show up at the American Football Media Day. Who knows? But really? the Houston Which round is finally going to be in person. Me, in person, yes, media group. So as always, oh, one more thing. Got to get this as well. If you would like to advertise on any of the shows here on the platform, email me at kgardner at thehrr.com. One more time, kgardner at thehrr.com. The shows are available as on YouTube, Twitter. Clips will be on Instagram, TikTok. Thursday show on the lunch break on Roku on the BS3 network. No salt. Uh, the conversation <laughs> with my future wife is, is, is uh, no salt. No salt is to be posted hopefully within two hours. Let's go for that. And I won't even say it, but there's a line in there. Some of y'all going to just run with it too far, but just relax with it. But it was a great interview. Thank you to her for doing that. Andy, AD, as always, thank you very much for taking time out 
to share your your thoughts and insight with the fans. And we'll see everybody. Let's see another Let's Talk Houston Rockets probably this Saturday at, uh, who knows, 7 p.m. or 9 p.m. We'll see. But subscribe to the Houston Rombar Review YouTube channel. Click that bell so you can receive notifications. And also so you can see the post made on the community tab on the Houston Round Bar View YouTube channel. Everybody, take care. See you in a few days. Peace.